how to be optimistic in the face of massive resistance and ominous external threats, how to not only acknowledge your higher potential but actually step into it, and how to hold space for those who wish to, at the moment, stay in their fear-based consciousness. Remember to poke that like button and get ready for a quick deep dive on Waking Infinity News. back to Waking Infinity News. I'm your host, Ben Stewart, and today it's going to be a quick deep dive into disinformation, all the massive resistance from the outside world, and how we are the most powerful group and demographic in the world. So let us just do a deep dive into disinformation real quick. There's this Vox article that came out about former President Barack Obama. Here's what it says. Now you have a situation in which large swaths of the country genuinely believe that the Democratic Party is a front for a pedophile ring. I was talking to a volunteer who was going door to door in Philadelphia in low income African American communities and was getting questions about QAnon conspiracy theories. He goes on to say, I don't hold tech companies entirely responsible because this predates social media. It was already there. But social media has turbocharged it. I know most of these folks, I have talked to them about it. To the degree which these companies are insisting that they are more like a phone company than they are like the Atlantic, I don't think is tenable. They are making editorial choices, whether they've buried them in algorithms or not. The First Amendment doesn't require private companies to provide a platform for any view that is out there. At the end of the day, we're going to have to find a combination of government regulations and corporate practices that address this because it's going to get worse. If you can perpetrate crazy lies and conspiracy theories with just texts, imagine what you can do when you can make it look like you or me say anything on video. And we're pretty close to that right now. I'd go even farther and to say, we're pretty much there. It's just there are ways that you can differentiate between the doctored media and authentic media. He goes on to say, if we do not have the capacity to distinguish what's true from what's false, then by definition, the marketplace of ideas doesn't work. And by definition, our democracy doesn't work. We are entering into an epistemological crisis. I think he said it pretty plainly right there. Now, he thinks that there should be some governmental oversight so we can put regulations upon this. I would question whether his ideas match my own or match other people's, but let's just keep that on the back burner for right now. Let's go back in time just a little bit and let's take a look at the CIA's role in journalism. Now, I'm not going to make the CIA seem like it is the enemy. I actually believe that they are an impetus for our great awakening. So let's go back in time to William Casey, the CIA director from 1981 to 1987. He says, we'll know our disinformation program is complete when everything the American public believes is false. Okay. Frank Snepp, CIA agent, said disinformation is most effective in a very narrow context. You take a fraction of reality and expand on it. It's seldom totally at odds with the facts. It's shaving a piece of reality off. Very true. 
William Colby, very close name to William Casey, who was the CIA director from 1973 to 1976, said the Central Intelligence Agency owns everyone of any significance in the major media. Colby also said that there are some three dozen American journalists on the CIA payroll in 1973. Mark Twain very poignantly said, if you don't read the newspaper, you are uninformed. If you do read the newspaper, you are misinformed. Abraham Lincoln said, he who molds opinion is greater than he who enacts laws. John Stockwell, CIA task force leader, said, it is the function of the CIA to keep the world unstable and to propagandize and teach the American people to hate. So we will let the establishment spend any amount of money on arms. Wow. Dr. Henry Macau said, It was depressing to think that mankind was naturally messed up. I find it liberating to know that we are being deliberately sabotaged. Harold Pinter, a Nobel Prize winner, said, We must not fall into the trap of believing that the media speaks for the public. That wasn't true in Stalinist Czechoslovakia, and it isn't true for the United States. Here's another very incredible one. Neil Postman, American educator, said disinformation does not mean false information. It means misleading information, misplaced, irrelevant, fragmented, or superficial information. Information that creates the illusion of knowing something, but which in fact leads one away from knowing. This disinformation program is not just CIA. It was predating CIA. It was actually probably part of every major government going back thousands of years. Why? This is really the second point that I'm trying to make here. How to acknowledge our higher power and actually step into it while holding space for others who simply want to swim in the latest theory, the latest idea, the latest belief that the outside world will destroy us or save us. Why do I say that? I say this because what would make disinformation more powerful than armies? Why is it that it seems to be more of a push that the way we receive information and the way public opinion is molded, as Abraham Lincoln said, is more powerful than any other force? Why? It has to be because we need to be fooled into handing over our power. We wouldn't just naturally give it away. We can't be oppressed by militaries no matter what the size of them are, because usually it is always a small group trying to dominate a very large group. The only way that can be done is if we accept our servitude. Michael Tassarion said this very poignantly. He said, for thousands of years, we tried to use the whip, we tried to use punishment, we tried to use fear as a way to, in a sense, get the masses into a subservient mind frame. But that never worked. We always seem to revolt when we know we are imprisoned. So the way to do it is to cause us to believe that the only way we will be safe is to hand over our power. This is not fear-mongering. What this is, is actually elucidating the trick that's been played on us and showing us that we are far more powerful than we've ever been given credit for. But it is not their fault. If you think about it, once you have this information, once you realize that we are the more powerful um, demographic, then it is no longer their fault. 
The thing that George W. Bush completely massacred as he tried to say, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, well, you just can't fool me again. What he was really saying there is, once you know you can be fooled, if you don't take the proper steps to figure out a way to protect yourself against it, the same way our immune system can get sick once and then it starts building antibodies so it won't get sick the same way a second time unless we put ourselves into a fear or a stress state that makes ourselves vulnerable to it. Well, guess what? The virus, the greatest pandemic we are experiencing right now is the misinformation campaign. Disinformation and misinformation, which are two very separate things. So what I'm talking about here is our highest potential will only come from within. Our highest potential will only come from seeking our potential within. Then, and only then, can we start building this amazing community around us that will actually be our immune system against any and all external threats. How is that possible? You need to start meditating. You need to go within. And what I mean by meditation is not just sitting still with your eyes closed. There are many ways to meditate, focusing on your breathing, mantra, how you move beforehand, like yoga was a way to get your body to be able to handle sitting down and sitting still for long periods of time. It's not just a way to look fancy in your yoga pants. What it is, is being able to sit in stillness long enough to arrive at that state where when your nervous system calms down and then everything else seems to calm down, a new form of intelligence emerges. That's where your power lies. Meditation is very important. Movement is important. Proper diet is important. But first, you must not just believe, but know that the power lies in you. So that is why on my website, in my films, and in just about every single talk I've ever given, it has at least once included how incredibly powerful human beings are. So if you feel disempowered by the world in the way that it is today, if you go back through my previous Waking Infinity News episodes and you feel disempowered, please stick around till the end of all those episodes where I give the solutions. They're free. They're here. They're in the room. And they're more powerful than anything. Remember, the only reason why billions and trillions of dollars are being pumped into all these companies and data aggregators and AI companies and technologies to fool us is because on a spiritual contract level, we have to comply we have to give our consent over to being controlled. Otherwise, the jig is up. We stay free. So remember that. And if you guys have any questions, please reach out. Ben at BenJosephStewart.com Please go to the website, BenJosephStewart.com Please check out my show, Limitless, on Gaia. And you guys will start to step into your higher potential. I guarantee it. I want to thank you very much for going on this quick but very deep dive on Waking Infinity News. I'll catch you guys next time.